Welcome back to another episode of Pat and Jer. I forget what we called this because it's been like two weeks. I think we're calling it This Week in Brotherly Love because we're talking about kind of like current events in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Uh, that's generally what we talk about. I feel like it's been about a year that we've been doing this and we finally kind of found our niche. Uh, so 2022 coming on up, start gonna, gonna start seeing uh, some big things from us. Mayor Kenny's gonna be coming on and uh, all the big guys of Philadelphia. <laughs> but uh, for this episode, something I've been um, thinking of uh, recently and um, I feel like Pat is a great person to kind of uh, ponder with and I, I wanna see what he has to say. I've been kind of, I complain a lot I um I see a lot of stuff that like doesn't seem like it works well, like it could easily be improved. Uh, and I I definitely get complained quite a bit. So I've been a little bit more active on like um these uh, messaging boards like nextdoor.com or Facebook groups in uh, Facebook groups that are local, like to Fishtown or Northern Liberties. And I've just started to um to be a little bit more active there, just voicing what I think. Um, and then kind of like just, um, I don't wanna say complaining or arguing, but just like when someone says something that I don't think makes sense, uh, kind of telling them why I don't think it makes sense and why uh, I think a different policy might be good. So I guess uh, to give some context, something that like comes up all the time in Fishtown is uh, arguing about like the parking. There's new, uh, new buildings being made all the time and there's like 30 units, but there's only 20 parking spots. And people go like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I don't want this parking. And we don't need, we can talk about that another time actually, cause I, I could talk about that for a half hour. I don't yeah. really think we need as much parking as everyone thinks, uh, but we'll get into that another time. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll start arguing or complaining, or I don't like to use those words, but it's kind of what it is and just giving my opinion. And I guess what I came to is I can't really say much unless I'm like actively being trying to be a part of the solution. Um, so I guess what my question for you would be is like, how does a normal citizen try and uh, make change in their community without like becoming a politician? And I guess also why I think maybe you'd be a good person to answer is because you're kind of involved in politics. Uh, so maybe you have some more insight of how you can get involved or maybe your answer would be like no you actually just have to get into politics um or what do you think pat oh we're running yeah. out of time so we'll cut no. <laughs> <laughs> peace thanks for joining us this week guys yeah th thanks for listening to me ramble i liked my little uh, my little <laughs> intro but let's hear you now pat <laughs> no i listen um there's a lot, like, there's lots of issues, uh, like, we'll take, you know, because we're in the city brotherly love, you know, whether it's trash or parking. Trash um, is definitely another big one that, um, that I think uh, about often. You know, uh, uh, just, like, general upkeep in the neighborhood, um, uh, maybe domestic disputes, you know, how many times do you see just people in, in fighting in the middle of the street? Package um, thefts. Uh, yeah, package thefts. Um, you know, uh, a, a worker or some someone, whether they're dropping off a delivery or whatever, getting like honked at or harassed. I mean, okay, so like, you don't have to to obviously getting politically involved, checking in with who your local committee person is, knowing where your council person's office is, their number, you know, where your state rep is. All all of these all of these things exist, you know, as constituent services for you 
if at a minimum you want to check in with somebody and be like, what, what does this mean? What is going over here? What can I do? So, so my, my question there would be, do you think that's actually uh, like valuable and um, does anything? Completely depends on who your, your representative is. I'll be straight up with you. There is a, there is a big, uh, uh, you know, kind of, there's a big gulf between, you know, a good, a good, uh, politician and and a bad politician as far as how they engage with their constituency. I I have personally dealt with some stellar constituent services, mm. um, and and then I've dealt uh, with folks and then heard from others where they're not so great. You know, it, it all depends on the values of the person in office and who they hire and put in there. Some people use kind of use it as patronage. You know, supporters of theirs who they put in there to give them a job, and others are just like good citizens. But uh, I digress because you asked about how what can you do, you know, without becoming a politician or whatever. So, for instance, if trash is a thing for you, uh, 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 there's like little things that you can do. Uh, during the pandemic, my wife and I started composting. And you, <laughs> People might be eye rolling right now, but I can personally tell you it's anecdotal. So I don't necessarily have stats to back it up, but like our trash out on the curb right now, it, it's like there's a bag in our yeah. can and we missed last week's trash. So I, I would, um, I, yeah, not, I guess when you say that, it makes me think like, uh, a lot of time when people say like, how do you fix this? Or how do you fix that? The way you fix anything is to look internally and fix yourself. And yeah. if everyone did that, you all fix yourself, the world would just be a better place. But um, I guess I don't like to be um, negative or anything, but I can't help no. but feel like in, in Philadelphia, I'll throw less away. My neighbors yeah. will just throw more away. Uh, fair. No, that's fair, dude. That's fair. Let me let me throw it right back at you. Um, there is nothing, whoa, <laughs> there's, there's nothing more powerful than seeing what your neighbors do. Right. So for every person you may see, I'm like, damn, look at that slob, you know, they're throwing so much on out. Yeah. That's a negative thing of what that person's doing, but it, it has multiple effects. A person right. may see the Bennett box out on my stoop and they're like, what's that? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and they think, oh, I'm going to go check that out. And maybe they start composting. At the same time, they see someone who's not doing the composting. They're putting a crap ton of stuff out. It might have a similar effect. Maybe it gets right. you mad. Maybe it gets, it gets you mad enough that you look into yourself. I uh, was a really sloppy person when I, was, <laughs> when I was younger. Jerry, you know, like, you know, yeah, whether yeah. it's not doing laundry, not cleaning up to myself, whatever. I lived with a roommate who was similarly sloppy. Boom, suddenly I'm making my bed, I'm doing my laundry, I'm taking out the trap. Like it like, you know, I it had this, it had this inverse effect on me where I was like, whoa, that's right. what it looks like. I'm gonna make a change. And, and and again, not this isn't the option for like this isn't the case for everybody, but my wife and I, we yeah, parking is the worst. We went down to a one-car family and and uh, and like, that's, again, it's not the option, uh, uh, for everybody, but we both live and work in the city. We got bicycles and we're more, so let me, those. let me pause you for a sec then. Cause it generally sounds like how you make a change in the city is you make a change, um, on yourself. 
dude, that's where it starts, right? Yeah, like, no, I, I, I don't disagree. That's I'm just making sure that's what you're kind of saying. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree, I guess. So anyone, uh, just to like kind of um, pause these questions, I'm not saying I disagree with you at all, but if yeah. there's anyone who uh, wants to try and make a bigger change than themselves, uh, would you kind of say, don't try and make a bigger change than yourself, just make yourself better and keep on improving yourself? Or like, what can someone do if they want to just try and affect a little bit more than themselves? Is there any option for those people? Should they just promote promote what they do? You you gotta start by getting plugged in with those around you. You Mm. gotta show up, right? Right. You you gotta gotta show up. And, And so it's not necessarily political, but it's community activism and organizing. And it starts with, yeah, you get on the online pages. That's cool. But there's also a lot of in-person meetings happening. You know, you'd be surprised. Town hall, community meetings, community organizations. There is stuff to run for that isn't necessarily about partisan politics. You know, I don't want to like, oh, here he goes. He's inserting the political thing. But no, no, seriously, that's how you win. Yeah, that's how you get shit done is you get out there. You know, I I would say too, like generally, a lot of people want to make change without putting effort in. And if you uh, if you put the effort in and you show that you care, most of the time, no one's going to have enough energy to stop you. So, like, for example, um, and this will probably be one of my last like closing statements. um, And we'll we'll get more into uh, I want to talk about parking with you next time. That's what we're going to talk about next time. Oh, I got um, I'll go all day. But someone who I personally think um, I dislike, actually, I don't like I don't dislike anyone, actually. Take that back. Um, But I don't understand why this guy is doing this (laughs) is uh, this guy named Oscar Bicer or Oscar Baser or whatever. Homie is from Baltimore, I believe, and literally is, uh, in my opinion, like ruining uh, a good part of the city. And he thinks he's reviving or like saving a good part of the city. So what is he actually doing? This guy uh, is going around and finding buildings that are are old and he's deeming them historical like by himself. So um, he will see, and the reason why I guess I know about this guy and why I, I personally have like uh, feelings against him is there's a house that I had uh, on Marlboro Street in Philadelphia yep. uh, in the Fishtown section. That was a piece of shit. Um, Literally like almost falling over, uh, barely standing. Like there's not too much good in the home. The land was good, but not too much from the home was good. Like it was literally probably dangerous to be in it at some point. I can personally attest. Yeah, definitely. So we uh, were about to try and um, get permits to build a uh, duplex or um, build a duplex or we were maybe even gonna build a one unit just big. big home, whatever. And uh, our home all of a sudden got deemed historical. What? And basically what? we found out that there's this guy, Oscar, he goes around the city when people pull permits for new um, for new constructions and stuff, he looks at them, sees if the building is old and he just re- uh, uh, applies for historical designation. So he's done this, he did this for the pier. Recently, These um, this pier on the boulevard or on Delaware Ave, went up for sale, like Pier 23 and 24 millions of dollars. A week later, um, gets deemed historical. So right when it gets deemed historical, guess what happens? 
that project gets way less attractive to developers because that project becomes at least double the cost um, of, uh, of what it was before. And a lot of time, like the idea that Oscar has sounds great. Oh, I wanna um, maintain the historical integrity of the city, but that's generally not what happens. Marlboro Street, the house that we had on Marlboro, uh, the facade is not the original facade. It's a way uglier version of the original facade that was kind of built up in front of the original facade to keep it up. Why are you maintaining something that is not beautiful? It's not really like, who cares? Um, I think someone who was friends with Ben Franklin might have lived in that home at some point, whatever. But basically, uh, my big tangent, uh, why I kind of said that all is like, this guy, he's deemed over 100 buildings historical. And like, to me, it just seems like if you care that much, you can kind of make a lot of changes. No one has cared enough to kind of try and stop this guy. But I feel like um, what you're saying, going to councilmen's, uh, going to these meetings, these planning meetings and all that, if you actually show up every single week with like an agenda and a plan, you probably can make uh, some changes. It's just like a lot of people don't typically want to spend that much time doing it. Yeah. And, and what you just kind of showed is like case in point, a lot of these issues, you would be surprised how the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like this guy, Oscar found a loophole and for better or for worse, he is having an enormously disproportionate effect on mm -hmm. the city. And like that, like that, that, that has an economic effect that has a social effect. And, and so, you know, Oscar's kind of like proving my point, but like not in the best way because it, you, you have to be thoughtful, right? Like everything you do, like that's the, I guess that's my point, right? If you see something that you disagree with, you have to be mindful and, and act with intentionality and do your homework. And I know a lot of, a lot of us don't feel like we have the time or the energy for that, but here's the thing. If it pisses you off that much, I guarantee you, you'll find the time to, at a minimum, tweak something in your own life that I think you'd be surprised has an effect. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, well, that was a fun conversation, Pat. That got me uh, all energized. I'm about to go on my messaging boards and blast Oscar and tell him to stop. Blast Oscar. Stop deeming this Yo, stuff historical. Hey, ask Oscar. I love history, man. That's why we love living in this city, because you walk around a corner Northern Liberties and Fishtown are old ass neighborhoods, man. They played a part in the Revolutionary War. We get it, dude. But guess what? You kind of sound like a troll. Yeah. You well, know? and also like, and like, like did you is, bother? Did you bother talking to Jeremy? Yeah. About yeah. what's going on? Not at all. Which is like, it's crazy that he can do that without even like talking to anyone as well. But then and, another thing too, there's just I don't really understand. I know I'm um weird with like black i'm pretty black and white with a lot of things but um i love history too why don't we designate it historical and bring it back to the native americans who were really here first and make all of fishtown a park like who's to, i mean yeah you bring i mean you bring up a good point who's to say we point, who's to say we have to maintain from 1750 to 1850 integrity why don't yeah. we maintain the integrity from before that? Like, who are you to say that that's the best time in history to maintain? No, I like I liked how you're, it looked when the Native Americans were here. Let's you're maintain not that. wrong, man. You're not but wrong. And and, gonna, and, here, and here's another thing, Oscar. If you're gonna go around trying to save historical buildings, you should have some skin on the game, dude. 
Exactly. You, you should be a part of it. It shouldn't be easy as you going out and filing some paperwork and, and messing up somebody's plans. You need to engage with people. You need to be a part of the solution other than just trolling people and coming in and being like, gotcha, ruin your stuff. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to send you some links about uh, Oscar and um, just to give more context from him, because like some of the things he's doing is not bad, but it's a little excessive at this point, is my opinion. Hey, and Oscar, we'd love to have you on and talk to you. And maybe we'd learn something. Hey, we, that maybe we would. Maybe we'd learn something. You could share with us what got us started, because I'm sure whatever you're doing has a story behind it. Oh, dude, you know? I, that's a great idea. 2022 is going to be a big year. We're going to get Oscar on, and um, I'm going to duel him on uh, Zoom. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. We, and, and, I'll, and I'll sit here, man. Listen, man. I, again, Oscar, Jer said it. I said it. We freaking love history, man. I'll go toe-to-toe with you any day of the week about Revolutionary War history. Oh, I'm with but, it. But hey, but hey, man, it's 2022 almost, and we're trying to do uh, 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 bigger and better things. And that, in view, uh, that involves environmental concerns, uh, yeah. the, the beautification of the neighborhood, uh, social justice. as mindful as We didn't possible. have social justice in the, in the 1800s. Oscar, on, do you want to go back to those times? I don't yeah. think so. Come on, but, man. Uh, also, you, you try being six foot three and trying to get through that house, man. Those doorways were not meant for me. <laughs> another great point, yeah. So we're going to talk more about historical designations and parking next time. I'm excited for it. it. Another great episode. Pat, love talking to you. Everyone, hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great week. That is This Week in Brotherly Love.